Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is October 20th, 2020. And on this date, back in 1963, Clem Daniels became the first Raiders rusher to reach the 200-yard mark in a game as the Silver and Black defeated the New York Jets 49-26. Fast forward to 2020, and like their 1963 counterpart, the Silver and Black are also basking in a big win. However, since the team was on the bye last week, that W came Week 5 against the Kansas City Chiefs. The bye, whenever it comes, is a welcome break from the grueling regular season schedule as the few days off gave the group a much-needed opportunity to get healthy for the final 11 games of the regular season. Well, today on the morning grind, we're going to look at where head coach John Gruden's team stacks up in the AFC West, what's on the docket going forward for the group, and we also get a chance to hear from two of the unsung heroes of the Silver and Black's early success in 2020. Lego! The only thing I know for certain anymore is that 2020 will never stop surprising me. If you were to look at the week six clash between the one and three Denver Broncos and the two and two New England Patriots, on paper at least, the game seemed tilted in favor of Bill Belichick and company. Not only was the game at Gillette Stadium a place that is seldom kind to the visiting team, but the Broncos weren't playing their best football as their lone win of the season, up to this point, had been over the lowly New York Jets. But... As I just said, 2020 is a tricky one, and the Broncos surprised a lot of folks around the NFL, myself included, besting the Patriots in Foxborough 18-12, thanks in large part to the foot of Brandon McManus. With the win, the Broncos now sit at 2-2 two and, two and are in sole possession of third place in the AFC West. And real quick, before we get to the Kansas City Chiefs' win over Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills from Monday Night Football, sigh... The Los Angeles Chargers, like the Raiders, were on the bye this week, so that's why we won't focus too much on them. But even with rookie phenom Justin Herbert at the helm, the Bolts are still just 1-4 and four, uh, and respectfully are in the cellar of the AFC West. Anyways, we won't dwell too long on it, but after losing at home for the first time in what seems like eons, Andy Reid and the Chiefs unsurprisingly returned to form last night, knocking off the Bills to improve their record to 5-1. and one. So that brings us to the Silver and Black, who after their Week 5 win over the Chiefs, still own the second spot in the division, within spitting distance of KC, which at this juncture is really no small feat. The Silver and Black will return to the bright lights of primetime this weekend as they meet Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and look to improve their record to 4-2 and two on Sunday Night Football. In terms of the division, Derek Carr and company's next game against an AFC West foe is Week 9, when the Raiders travel to Los Angeles to take on the aforementioned Chargers. The Chargers game marks the beginning of back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back division games for John Gruden's team, so make sure you have that pivotal stretch beginning in early November marked on your calendar. Okay, so since we've taken stock of the AFC West and exactly where the Raiders stand at this moment, I think it's only fair to give a little bit of love to a few of the unsung heroes of these 2020 Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, Darren Waller, and Josh Jacobs have understandably earned high praise on the offensive side of the football for the Silver and Black, and for good reason, too. And defensively speaking, with four sacks in the past three games, Max Crosby is picking up right where he left off a year ago, and has been key to Paul Gunther's defense getting revved up as of late. But while we've all been basking in the glory of touchdowns and sacks and big plays, 
Rispasach's special teams unit has held up their end of the bargain too, quietly putting together a collective effort that has helped the Silver and Black earn a record over 500. People tend to forget about special teams, and for what reason, I have no idea, but it's an important phase of the game, and you know what? Today, we're going to give them a little bit of shine, starting with Daniel Carlson. After a 2019 that featured no shortage of ups, downs, moments of brilliance, as well as moments of frustration, Daniel Carlson has steadied the ship in a major way through the first five games of 2020. As of now, the former Auburn Tiger has connected on all but one of his field goal attempts, good for a 91.7 conversion rate, as well as 16 of 17 extra point attempts, which have shown to be quite the challenge for myriad kickers in 2020. Perhaps most impressive, though, is the fact that Carlson is perfect, yes, perfect, on kicks from 50-plus, securing points on all three of his attempts from long distance this year. And to put that number in a little bit of perspective for you, Carlson didn't connect on a single kick from 50 plus in 2019, but not only is he three for three this year, his 91.7% completion percentage ranks fifth in the entire NFL among kickers who have at least 10 kicks under their belt. Plain and simple, number two has been solid as can be this year, but regardless of his impressive return to statistical excellence, Carlson's approach to each kick remains the same. I mean, I think just taking it one day at a time, obviously. Um, it's good to have a good start. It's good to have a good start for a team, you know, a couple big wins and stuff. But, um, you know, it's all about the next game. So just keeping that mindset, um, continuing, hopefully, the momentum and stuff. But, you know, obviously, I've learned each year as I've grown and stuff, learned some, some tough ways and through some mistakes. But, um, you know, I think I'm, I feel good about where I'm at and just taking it one day at a time from there. And not to be forgotten, let's dive into the 2020 season for A.J. Cole as he handles his second season as the Silver and Blacks punter. In addition to his work holding for all of Carlson's kicks, and make no mistake about it, that is a big job, Cole has also punted 11 times, and while that number is the fewest in the NFL, the second-year man has made the most of his chances, dropping a pair of punts inside the 20 and regularly flipping the field for the Raiders, when he's given the chance. And while Cole's volume of work isn't incredibly high so far this season, and he'll be the first to tell you that he's totally fine with the limited workload, one thing that is ever-present is Cole's knowledge and appreciation of those who have punted in silver and black before him and the unique mantle he's now holding as the punter for the Las Vegas Raiders. I know the history that the punter position has in, in the Raiders organization and you know there might be certain teams that you know don't really care too much about the punter but I, I feel that there is a lot of fans out there that really are informed and they really care about the punter position because you know the Raiders have had the best um, history at, at the position and to have the only uh, punter in the Hall of Fame and Ray Guy and then in a couple of years Shane Leckler is you know I, I think should be in there as well and so they're gonna have the only two um, so I, I think that that plan for that is some, definitely some plan for this organization is definitely something that's not lost on me. Um, and, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in being the last punter for the Oakland Raiders and the first punter for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and that's something that I'm really proud of. Um, and, I, and I'm just excited to have the opportunity to represent this organization week in, week out. Real quick, let's not forget about long snapper Trent Sieg, who's been automatic this year as well, and is just as key to the Raiders' special teams battery as Carlson or Cole is. Anyways, the Raiders have the day off today and will then get back to work tomorrow at their Henderson, Nevada facility to gear up for Sunday night football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians. But we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.